0: Alright, welcome back everyone to the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I'm Caleb and with me as always is
1: Brandon. Brandon, how's your week going so far? Uh, Not too bad. Uh, not too bad of a Monday. How about you? Uh, Not too bad. It was kind of a little crazy
0: up and down. Um, family's not feeling well, uh, but nothing too serious. Had a friend from out of state in town who's leaving tomorrow, so got to catch him before he's leaving town, so... Not not the worst Monday, but as we well are aware of, it's not the worst day of the week, and so we still
1: have to survive (laughs) Tuesday tomorrow. That is true. Yeah, Tuesday is always the worst.
0: Yeah, so brace yourselves, everyone. Tuesday is coming. So we find ourselves here recording on Monday night, just with the way things uh, fall with our schedules. So uh, this will be coming out uh, Tuesday, and we will be talking about some of the stuff that's been happening in the past week or so Uh, and as we always begin each episode we will go with our did you know segment bringing you random facts that are the most important brandon what do you have this week
1: i got kind of a cool comparison here of japan and canada so, the country of Canada is 26 times larger than Japan in land mass. Okay. But Japan has 90.8 million more people than Canada does.
0: That's, uh... That sounds about right. Like, I never thought of the numbers, but that's that seems about right.
1: Yeah, there are... Um, There's roughly 126.4 million people in Japan. Hmm. And there are 35.6 million people in Canada.
0: Wow, 35.6 million. Wow, I guess I never really thought of how little that was.
1: Yeah, and I heard somewhere too that like 70% of the people that live in Canada live in Toronto, Ottawa, Vancouver. In uh, Montreal,
0: yeah, actually, you know what? I think I heard something similar to that,
1: and yeah, that's not even counting you know the other larger cities like Edmonton, Calgary, and uh Winnipeg yeah, or Quebec City.
0: Nobody just wants to live in Canada
1: <laughs> I guess you know most of those most of those cities are right- close to the border to the United States,
0: yeah. So they're not as far north as, you know, the frozen tundra.
1: Right. Up in Nunavut and Northwest Territories. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Like, Canada is a gorgeous place and everything. But, yeah, it's one of those things, like, I mean, I could, there are some places up there that I could totally, you know, see as viable living. But, you know, I, I enjoy Michigan. You know, it's got a decent mix. I could use a little less of the winter. Uh, in most mm-hmm. cases, so I couldn't imagine living
1: in Canada. Right. Especially like in Manitoba or Alberta or something like that. Yeah.
0: What, what uh, do they call it? The great North, the the white, what, the great it? white North. Yeah. But what's don't the Raptors say something or do they just call it the North? I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with it. There's like some, I thought I heard <laughs> another terminology with it.
1: Uh, that I wasn't just know, the
0: dude. great white North. I'll have to look that up, but yeah, I was uh, I was gonna try to think of something clever on like why do so many people choose to live in Japan rather than uh, a place like Canada? But then it's just kind of like, well, you know, how many people are born in either of those countries and just never leave? Then, right. So it's not like true. it's not like Japan's getting flooded by immigrants. I don't believe it's just that there are so many people already there that the population just keeps growing.
1: Yeah, and it, well, I mean being an island too it's harder to get off Japan than it is Canada. Yeah.
0: I tried to sound, I tried to come up with something smart but that didn't work.
1: <laughs> you failed.
0: <laughs> so, uh moving right along though, we will go to our next segment. We're bringing you the scary stats. Uh, just anything really sports related, anything that is crazy, wild and scary out there in the world of stats. Brandon, what do you have this week?
1: Uh, for the first time, I actually have a stat that isn't sports related.
0: Ah, oh, man.
1: Well. So, <laughs> uh, so the last week, you know, there's been, um, some highly watched TV shows You know, we're talking about game of thrones and big bang theory and things like that coming to an end. Uh, I started thinking about it, and I'm like, what is the most watched TV show of all time? And uh, I did a little research here, and the most watched event ever on TV is Super Bowl 44. Okay. okay. And there was 106 million people watching that. That was the the Colts against the Saints. Okay. But the most watched non-sporting event TV show... Is the finale of M.A.S.H. Really? And that had $105.9 million. Think about that. Well, it, like, that'll never be broken because the way we watch TV now. Yeah. See, back then, the only way to see it was live at the moment. And True. M.A.S.H. was such a popular TV show, and it was good all the way up to the end.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So people wanted to see that final episode. Where now... Uh, you know, we have live TV, we have streaming, uh, we have things like, you know, Hulu where you watch it the next day and then you got other things like DVR where you can just download it and watch it, you know, like a month from now. Mm -hmm. So that, that'll never be broken. I don't think that'll ever be broken.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think you're right with that. Interesting. And then also you, well, you even brought up a good point too on how it's good till the very end mm-hmm. and there are shows out there that uh we i don't think we talked about on the show was it just one of our side conversations sometime about how some shows just you know come to a screeching halt at the end of the show yeah. and so people lose interest and you know probably don't watch that last episode live so yeah interesting um i never i i don't think i would have really guessed that then with mash i mean it it totally makes sense but Mm -hmm. yeah, Hmm. yeah uh kind of with uh sports how they go through different phases too tv is going through that as well where the statistics are going to be a little bit different especially in the age of live streaming and all that so it'll be it'll be interesting
1: but we'll so if have... you think about that, uh, that 105.9 people watching, mm-hmm. um, that's more. That's like three times as much as the entire country of Canada.
0: <laughs> did you have that ready, or <laughs> did you just think of that?
1: I just thought about it.
0: <laughs> nice, well played, well played. Yeah, there, there you go, Canada. So, so we know that more people out, at least outside of that country, were watching that show because even mm-hmm. if all of them were watching they wouldn't have amounted to that much
1: <laughs> right
0: but you still matter canada you're you're still we still count you kind of like uh uh what was it division 2 you're division 2 you know country you're there we'll we'll still let you play with us <laughs> division 2 <laughs> It's like it's like when uh, oh gosh I feel terrible saying this. Uh, it's like when uh, Alabama schedules FCC FCS opponents. Like yeah, come on, <laughs> we'll we'll let you guys play. Come on, come on, it's okay.
1: Well, it's kind of like the the American sports leagues, like uh, Major League Baseball and NBA and stuff. How they'll it's all American teams, but you know Toronto's okay. Bring in Toronto.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, and uh, well, then of course the world of hockey is completely different. I mean,
1: they'll yeah.
0: crush that. But outside, yeah. Anyways, I could go all day. I always, <laughs> I always play the card that I have a little bit of uh, ability to get away with it because technically I'm half Canadian. But I don't know. I mean, when you're 18, you're supposed to uh, choose where you go. And I've stayed here in the U.S. as a citizen, so that kind <laughs> of writes anything. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving, uh, keeping things moving forward.
1: I rock, rock. I rock and roll all, night.
0: all right, rock, 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 rock. rock moments of the week. So, this, uh, even though you said that the last one wasn't really sports related, you threw in that uh Super Bowl stat, which was interesting to hear. Uh, but I definitely have one here that is sports related because I have something to announce for all our listeners. I'm pretty sure well, actually, as we've kind of adjusted things with the show, maybe not, but pretty sure that most are um, uh, sports fan or college football fans. So that being said, if I can get this to the right spot because it totally I had someone ready for this. <laughs> there we go. We are under 100 days until college football.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> for a second, I thought Ric Flair was going to join us.
0: <gasps> Woo! <laughs> yeah, we, um, I saw that come out the other day. That was past 100 days. I knew I had to use that for the rock moment of the week. And I believe that the official number as of today while we're recording is ninety six days, so <laughs> throw that in there.
1: So Nage did join us. Awesome. <laughs> yes,
0: he he popped in real quick just to say hey. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited. I'm ready for it. I know that still a ways away, but honestly, it seems like the off season goes a little bit faster each time, which can be a blessing and a curse because it's always. I always try to get some stuff during done during that off season time period, and so it's nice to have a little bit of a break. But uh, mm-hmm. then again, at the same time, I am always ready for football to be back on TV. So good yeah, stuff. Yeah, since the
1: AAF kind of smashed our hopes for off season football. Yeah. Now we want it even more. Yeah, but then
0: so next year is the XFL, right?
1: Yep. You're about the same time that the AAF was. Yeah,
0: fingers crossed that that one works out because that'll then give us a shorter period of time without football. So time will tell. We will see. So then we'll get into our topics for this episode. actually going to bring you guys uh, something from last week. We had our question of the week, and we had a good interaction with this one, probably because it was such a, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to label it, a hot topic or current topic. Um, but we were talking about how Beeline had announced it just now being uh, a week old. Uh, Beeline announced that, well, I don't know if it was really him announcing it. It was more broken by somebody i can't remember who it was but he's leaving to go to the nba um, and that became our question of the week on if there was another time that another coach left a program any program college or professional that it really um like hit you hard impacted you a lot and so we got some pretty interesting reactions from it that I'm going to share here. We'll do a little bit of a discussion with it, but we definitely want to share what uh, some of the uh, followers and listeners were sharing. Um, Chris Brown on Twitter brought up uh, Tony LaRuza leaving mm-hmm. the athletics um, doing that as a comparison. I don't know if uh, he was saying uh, that was more than uh, the impact of beeline leaving, but uh Another one that was brought up a couple times was uh, Patino to the Celtics, and because well, one of our followers gave us a little extra information on that, bringing up uh, some of the stuff that they were doing. Highway to L mentioned that won the championship in '96 with Kentucky, uh, and then he went to the NBA, and uh, it was pretty devastating for the fan base, and then they one in 98. So he was saying it wasn't the end of the world, but uh, thinking that Michigan will be all right after beeline leaves. I'm not saying that's going to be perfect, but, and then as everybody well knows, Patino made his way back to college later, which is really unique going back to Louisville, but that's a completely different story. <laughs> uh, another one that was brought up several times was uh, when Bowman left the Red Wings. So that's actually kind of an interesting one. Did you have, because do you have anything to add to that or just like give a little bit more information to that one?
1: Yeah. I mean, basically when, when Bowman left is he retired originally, Uh, you know, after they won the the second cup, he retired and he gave it over to Dave Lewis, who is his uh, assistant. And Lewis is only there for like, I think two years. They didn't play too well under him. And then they moved on to, um, Uh, to Babcock, uh, and they won uh, a couple cups with him. So, yeah, I mean, then Bowman kind of, he took a a front office job, and then from there, he left, and he became, I believe, either the president or the GM of the Blackhawks. And Mm. I think that's what everybody was talking about. I mean, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. It was more or less, you know, he wasn't the coach at the time, but he was still a big Part of the Red Wings organization, and he left to a rival organization.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: I know a lot of people were hurt over that. Um, you know, to leave the Red Wings and go to one of their biggest rivals. Which, I mean, I I like the Red Wings and I like the Blackhawks. So I'm kind of in a, a weird, <laughs> a weird group there. <laughs> so what Adored, you're saying I is, suppose.
0: so what you're saying is, you like Michigan and Michigan State? Uh, no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not quite the same. <laughs>
0: yeah oh man um let's see uh uh, so we put the question out there was uh has there been another coach experience that has uh hit you hard like beeline leaving and then a lot of responses from people saying no got a couple hell no's (laughs) 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 um another coaching change that got brought up was uh check daily daily going to so uh back in the uh bad or at the end of the bad boys era that was Mm -hmm. brought up by uh jd sports tweets so i knew a little bit with that uh then people were talking about when larry brown left uh that one i to me personally i don't think was as impactful i mean he won a championship I can't remember how many years later it was that
1: he left. Well, it wasn't very many.
0: Yeah. It wasn't too many, but you know, I mean, he was successful. He had a good run.
1: Um, and he was, he was known for doing that, Like he skipped from team to team.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. So, um, so many, uh, Dave Hapner on uh, Twitter was bringing up remembering uh, not that it actually happened, but remembering when Texas A&M made a run at Bo, and uh, people were thinking that he might might wind up leaving at that time. Just you know, talking about coaching changes and things like that. So, uh, oh, one
1: I'm s- surprised it didn't come up. What's that? Was Madison leaving?
0: Oh yeah, you know, actually that's a pretty good. I th- that's a good point. I think people were mainly kind of thinking about head coaching, but yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty recognizable coach within, you know, the Michigan organization leaving to their biggest rival. Yeah. I'm surprised no one mentioned that.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I, I think And I see the comparison and I know what you're meaning by it. Um, The, the Madison one, I, well, the big difference is that the Madison one, practically everyone was upset with to a certain degree. Uh, Some were just like, this is, this is dumb. This kind of sucks and weren't happy with them. And then there were some people that were like all out hating his guts uh, right. This one, uh, and I was going to be getting to it and mentioning to it, and I know that you feel the same way too, where I have not seen anyone have any bad thing to say about it. I mean, they're not happy about it, but everybody is basically talking about how bummed out or disappointed they are, but mm-hmm. that they wish them the best. So right. that is.
1: Well, because nobody can really say anything bad about him. Yeah. He's exactly. that kind of guy. Mm
0: hmm. Uh, somebody was bringing up the, uh, it wasn't a coaching change or anything like that, but, uh, Chris Robbins brought up when Bo died and just kind of the impact of that, you know, the quote unquote idea of leaving, you know, like when the, that end, uh, came to be. So, yeah, that, uh, that I can remember a lot of people talking about how that was a big hit and everything. So. Um, <clears throat> Trevor on Twitter, uh, who's a Red Sox fan was talking about how he was pretty mad when Francona, uh, he, he said had to take the fall for all the clubhouse nonsense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one of the people that has been brought up for a possible replacement for B I, I need to read up and catch up to see where things are and how, who's still in serious contention, but People brought up Brad Stevens when he left Butler. So uh, how they were comparing that to the beeline leaving for the Mm -hmm. NBA. Um, Payton on Twitter also mentions uh, from a Packers fan perspective, uh, Holmgren, when he left for the Seahawks, they said that that was pretty out
1: out of the blue yeah that was pretty surprising i remember uh people being really shocked by that
0: yeah and those are kind of the ones that i was most interested in hearing about are, were the ones that were you know maybe not necessarily it wasn't so bad but it was just super unexpected mm-hmm. so because i nobody really saw this happening with beeline i mean maybe there was a small thing in the back of some people's minds with uh the way that the Pistons were interested in last year, but I don't know, we'll see. Um, they then, uh, Mark on Twitter brought up uh, Johnny Orr uh, leaving for Iowa State. Um, so that uh, calling that was a shock to him. This guy, some guy at Craig on Twitter talking <laughs> about Roy Williams in North Carolina. He must be talking about Kansas, but I don't know anybody who cares about Kansas sports. So, (laughs) (laughs) no, that's, that's, (laughs) that's Craig. For those of you who remember Craig, I'm sure most of you do, but yeah, Craig brought up when Roy Williams left uh, Kansas to go to North Carolina. So that was, uh, that was uh, Roy Williams kind of had some interesting things going on. Mm Mm-hmm to do uh bill offer on twitter was saying that if you asked me to describe the ideal coach i would just describe john beeline so and that's uh like i said there were a couple of those repeats in there but uh, a lot of resounding you know knows where people were saying that this was kind of the most the hardest hit the biggest impact so and i would definitely say that for me i mean i'm I wouldn't say I've been the longest sports fan to be able to go through a ton of different, uh, scenarios like that. But
1: yeah, I mean, that one really caught me off guard too. Cause I just didn't see it coming at all. Yeah. I was shocked.
0: Yeah. And it was unexpected. Oh man. What was that? I was going to say it was unexpected for everybody. That, that was another thing too, how you said that, you know, basically even if you wanted to be mad, you couldn't be mad. Because it's beeline, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's a bummer, unfortunate. Was there ever um, any? I mean, I know that there have been all cr- sorts of crazy, all sorts of weird, but was there ever anything of the sort with any lines coaches from your perspective that were you know surprising that left when things seemed to be going well for them or anything like that? <laughs>
1: Well, things haven't really gone well for the Lions in a long time. So most of the times when they have a coaching change, it's because they were terrible.
0: I kind of figured. I mean,
1: out. one that stuck around for a long time was Wayne Fonts. Okay. But that's because like one season he'd, you know, the team would go 11 and 11 and um five. And then the next season they'd go like six and 10 and it bounced back and forth like that. Mm. So he, he hung around, um, Probably longer than he should have, but Wayne Fonzie was such a character. I liked that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: Nice. Uh, Well, anything else you can think of, or, I mean, I were, I mean, we'll say it again. Uh, We said it before, you know, just it's disappointing, but you can't blame the guy for doing it. Uh, If it's, if he was serious about going to the NBA, it's going to happen sooner rather than later. So wish him the best of luck kind of wish it was for someplace other than Cleveland, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah. There's not really too much else we can say about that other than, you know, I hope he does good.
0: Yeah. So, and then we'll be waiting to see what happens at Michigan in the wake of that. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, we're here, and we talk about sports, and we also kind of talk about whatever we want, usually revolving around movies or TV shows, things of that nature. We'll probably have to get around to talking about food at some point.
1: Yeah, we haven't talked about food yet. Yeah,
0: So, uh, but uh, we're going to be talking about the an interesting topic this week that's kind of funny and kind of comical because everybody has a different perspective on this. Uh, but Brandon, do you want to, uh, bring up our next topic of conversation?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, actually before I started, um, we have to make mention too, that we just had that, that tournament on, on Twitter for the best flavor of pop Mm -hmm. and, uh, the winner ended up being Coca-Cola. So really, really not much too much, of a surprise, (laughs) Yeah, I know We Ba-ba-da-ba, talked about it last time There you go <laughs> I remember last time When we talked about it, I thought maybe Mountain Dew Would pull it out And you thought uh, Dr. Pepper But You know in the end The Plain old Coke Was the one that Came the, out on top
0: Yep The old classic The old uh, Somebody said it on Twitter Shoot I can't What was it Cleaning uh, Cleaning Battery off batteries cleaning. Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, that's what my dad uses it for to clean corrosion off parts.
0: <laughs> I um I know that we've I've talked about it a little bit with you, but I haven't had pop, soda pop, whatever you want to label it as, uh since mid January. Um and it's I used to have it all the time. So I don't know. I just it is one of those things, especially with something like Coke, where I think about it and I can only imagine how it would feel again to to drink it like that. You know, when you drink it, it it's so good, but when you haven't mm-hmm. had it in a while, I, it just makes me think of like burning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it might make you feel sick too. Cause Coke is really sweet.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. So I, I can, I can imagine that someday I will probably have a Verner's again when I'm not feeling well, mm-hmm. but outside of that, I'm probably not, not going to be drinking much pop. Just, it was one of those things. My wife hasn't done it for years and I, um, I had always thought about doing it just to kind of like help with health stuff. Cause you know, for your health and I'm not getting any younger, you know,
1: <laughs> right. I'm so old, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. So yeah, yeah. I thought we should just at least mention that the, who the winner was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, we got more tournaments coming, so mm-hmm. probably in, been, a, in a month or so maybe.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, if anybody has any um, suggestions, feel free to let us know. Yeah, probably like every month, every other month, something kind of like that. So,
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so our uh, sep- second topic for tonight, we were uh, actually chatting about it a little the other day, was uh, movies that a lot of people say are terrible or that you admit yourself that are bad, but you also like at the same time. Movies that are so bad, they're good. Yes. <laughs> and what do you got
0: um yeah so i i was kind of having a hard time just having anything i mean we've already talked a little bit with ones for me so i don't i feel kind of weird going back and venturing down that road again but something i'll I'll mention that i just they were more intriguing i don't think i would actually even go back and ever watch them again mm-hmm. but you know i I was okay with and enjoyed Waterworld or The Postman or The Village, you know, go ahead, shame me, whatever you want. <laughs> um so outside of some of those really obscure ones, but looking for some that were maybe more popular or common that people, you know, would recognize and think of, I did some digging around and uh one one that came to mind that I have not seen forever that I think I need to see again, just because it is one of those that um, I never really, when I, when I saw it, I've seen it just a couple of times. But when I saw it, I never really thought of it as being really that bad. I thought of it just being cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I think about it, I'm kind of like, uh, yeah, it wasn't really quote unquote good. But uh, what do you think of maximum overdrive?
1: Oh, I watched that for the first time. Um, late last year what yeah I couldn't isn't that hard to believe that is so hard to believe <laughs> well, it was one of those movies where like every time I saw it on like a streaming service I'd add it to my list and then I never got around to watching it and then when I'd finally think of watching it, it was gone ah. but uh, this time it was when my daughter was probably like a month maybe a month and a half old. And you know, I, I told you about the the trouble she was having where she was fussy all the time and everything. Yeah. Uh, so kind of funny story with that. Uh, I woke up early in the morning. It was maybe like four Yeah. and she was being fussy. So I went and fed her. <laughs> and I went to like move her from one arm to the other. So I passed her in front of me. And when she was right in front of me, she just, projectile the entire bottle down the front of my shirt
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) at the time she's just like screaming like inconsolable so you know i just had to like take my shirt off and (laughs) throw it in the laundry (laughs) so i sat there and watched maximum overdrive like basically in my boxers because my clothes were just soaked with baby (laughs) formula vomit (laughs) nice but yeah, that was the first time I ever watched it. And yeah, I mean, I thought it was a fun movie. I mean, it's it's corny and ridiculous at the same time, but I don't think Stephen King really took himself seriously when he wrote it.
0: Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's the kind of thing where it's... I mean, uh, Stephen King is like all over the place, but it's definitely one of those where you see it and it's just like... I don't know if it had serious intentions when it was released, or if it was... M- i don't think it was it wasn't really meant to be the way that people receive it now you know kind of cheesy funny yeah it was supposed to be more scary and things like that but i think that that is one maybe not that people think a lot about but that definitely qualifies as a a movie that's so bad that's good so uh, i think we'll alternate here do you do you have one that you want to bring up
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, one off the top of my head, I I think you watched it with me, uh, is the Miami connection. Oh no, we didn't. Did you watch that one with me? I didn't. Oh, okay. I mean, it's kind of hard to explain the plot. So you got like this Taekwondo uh, instructor. Um, he decided to make a movie with his class Because at the time, like Jean Claude Van Damme was getting really big, and Chuck Norris was making all these movies, and this guy's like, you know what? I'm a world champion Taekwondo fighter. It's like I should make a movie. Well, the problem is, is that he barely spoke English, (laughs) 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 so you know his English is just slaughtered in there. Uh, There's like a gang of motorcycle ninjas in the movie. Yes, motorcycle ninjas. And at the same time, (laughs) there's like a drug dealer trying to like take over Miami or something like that. And for some reason they have a problem with the, the instructor and the students. And at the same time, the instructor and the students have a, a a rock band called dragon sound.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Dragon sound. I always (laughs) think of dragon force,
1: but yeah, Yeah, it's one of those movies. It's all over the place. It's doesn't make too much sense, but the dialogue is so awful that it's it's hilarious the the fight scenes are pretty awesome like uh yk kim was the name of the instructor mm-hmm. uh, he's actually a, like a really good fighter and i i worked with a guy whose family is from is from china and i guess like yk kim is just like a legend in taekwondo yeah really? i had no i had no clue like he was on the cover of magazines he's been in like Uh, movies like instructional movies posters and all that kind of stuff and i've never heard of the guy before miami connection
0: interesting but so cheesy it's good
1: yeah and it was just released like uh, not just released I maybe maybe like coming up to 10 years ago on it was released on blu-ray dvd and vhs
0: (laughs) nice yeah, some of those martial arts ones are
1: are really good. Yeah, last time I checked, I think it was on YouTube, like the full movie. Really? Hmm. Yeah, so if you guys are interested, check it out. Uh you'll you'll get a kick out of it. The the music's terrible, the acting's terrible, the dialogue's even worse, but the but the fight scenes are pretty awesome.
0: Was that a non deliberate pun there? You'll get a kick out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that it was.
0: <laughs> nice. Oh man, yeah, I I do remember you talking about that a lot, and we had talked about um watching it at some point, but uh, I had yeah, it. actually,
1: my fantasy football team I got my name from that because of the Miami Motorcycle Ninjas.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: very well done. Very well done. So, um, uh, n- another one that I'll bring up, and this is. <sighs> I don't know what the popular opinion with this is, but like I said, I was kind of like trying to rack my brain for, okay, some of these movies are considered so bad that they're good. And so I was like looking around online and trying to look through some, um, lists and see what I agreed with or didn't agree with. But Mm -hmm. there are two that came up on multiple lists that, um, one, I was rather shocked by, but this yeah. this is one that I'm kind of like, I, it's been a while since I've seen it. I actually own it, so I need to get around to watching it. Um, <laughs> so it makes me laugh that I own it. But uh, would you consider Con Air fitting into this category?
1: Uh, Yeah, maybe a little. Because uh, I, I mean, feel it like it wasn't kinda, that bad, though. Yeah, it's kind of a product of its time, I think, is its issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say that, because I, I don't, yeah, that's a thing where it's just like, I don't feel like it's that bad. And it's pretty, that's it, relatively mainstream, you know, I mean, compared to what you were bringing up with the Miami connection, mm-hmm. um, and things like that. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I was a little bit torn. I don't know if I would consider con air to be that one, but, um, I might be stealing one from you here. Um, All right. Cause we, we watched it and I know it's one that you've talked a lot about but uh I was reminded by it because it did come up on multiple lists but uh if anybody's familiar with trolls 2 Troll 2 Troll 2 I'm sorry yeah. Troll 2 <laughs> I get accurate with that which doesn't ha- which actually doesn't feature any trolls <laughs> but in fact features gremlins or goblins Goblins Wait. yeah Goblins Dang it because they're-, they're
1: in the town of Nilbog which is goblin spelled backwards yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, that that had plenty of so bad but so good, like anywhere and everywhere. Was that on your list? Were you going to bring that one up or
1: no? Um, that would probably. You know, I had a couple on my list, but there's a, there's a few other because I had, like so many terrible movies. Yeah, that that was that was on there, but not one of my top ones. Uh, they actually did a documentary about that not too long ago called Best Worst Movie.
0: Oh really? Interesting. Yeah.
1: Where the the boy the guy who played the little boy in yeah. the movie. He's the one that made the documentary.
0: Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just it 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 was it was rough.
1: Um <laughs> Just the backstory on yeah, it's great too, because a lot of the the actors in the movie weren't actually actors. The the main character who plays the, the boy's dad he was a dentist. He, was, he wasn't an actor. He was just a dentist. Really? Yep. Yeah.
0: I can't remember if we talked about that or not. Weird.
1: Yeah, I've heard some, a whole bunch of stories about that. Uh, a lot of the Goblin costumes were, like, falling apart. And they just had to, like, glue and tape them back together to get through the movie. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh, man. And then some of the acting and like the dialogue. Yeah, it just.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> they're eating her and then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that is quite literally how it is.
1: I'd say that. And then the scene where the boy um, jumps up and pees on the food on the table and the dad <laughs> says, you're not going to say you're not going to piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. <laughs> those are my two favorite parts
0: oh man gosh yeah so if, if you like um oh what would you consider that uh horror
1: yeah it was, it was an attempted horror movie yeah but it was so bad of like a horror fantasy i guess
0: yeah and then the um uh don't forget about the popcorn thing
1: that, uh... Oh yeah, the couple in the Winnebago making out with a corn cob.
0: <laughs> yes, and it's, it's just as weird as it sounds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it comes completely out of nowhere too, and it's like a guy's fantasy, I think, because it was like some witch or something.
0: Oh, so so weird. <laughs> Anyways, don't have to go too in depth about that one, but that one <laughs> was definitely definitely fits in that category. So I'll hand it off to you for the next one then.
1: Uh, Another one, I'll stay in the vein of of action movies. Uh, Another one that comes to mind is Deadly Prey, which it's about, (laughs) I think you watched that one with me. Yeah, I think so. Uh, This guy named Mike Danton, he's played by Ted Pryor. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, He's a big jacked up guy with a long blonde mullet and he's wearing like short jean shorts is all. Uh, He goes out and he takes his trash out one day and he gets kidnapped by these mercenaries. Uh, And these mercenaries set him out free in the middle of the woods and they go and they hunt him down for sport. But but what they don't know is that he's like a former Green Beret, like special ops or something like that. And basically he just like hunts them down one by one, kind of like Rambo. I mean, it's a total Rambo ripoff. Yeah. And you got some really like ridiculous stuff happening. There's a part where he kills a guy and like the leader of the mercenaries walks up. And he like looks at the dead body and he's like, The style. I know the style. (laughs) He's like, It's mine. He's like, Danton? It's gotta be Danton. So apparently he could just look at a corpse and tell how it was killed and then know exactly who it was that he taught. (laughs) (laughs) What like that mixed with every time you see Mike Danton, a lot of times they like scroll up from like his feet up or pan up on the camera, like from his feet up and they play this music. It's like, Oh man. Yeah. Basically he sets like a bunch of traps, uh, uses like a lot of stealth tactics. He hacks off a guy's arm and then beats him with it. (laughs) There's, there's a lot of stuff to love with that movie.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, that's one of the best ones right there was beating a guy to death with his own arm. (laughs) Yes.
1: Man. Uh, <laughs> so you got one more?
0: Uh, Yeah, I, I've got I got a few more that I could uh, this. This is one that I, I don't know if anybody else would consider this so bad it was good. But um, when I was reading looking at some of the lists, I was reading on like, OK, why does this classify as being so bad but so good? And one thing that I saw that was kind of interesting where it's just like when we uh, the guy writing it was like when we were younger, we all thought this was good because we were too dumb to know better. And, okay. uh, he was, he was talking about something completely different, but that got me thinking about something that I thought was good when I was younger, but I know I, I have not seen it again, but I know it was not that good. Um, do you remember the movie small soldiers?
1: Yes. Yeah. I saw that one in theater.
0: Oh really? Yeah, I, I did. I just, uh, just like the, the kind, the, I mean, it was kind of interesting, you know, toys coming to life. Like, we've heard that story plenty of times and things like that. But it was a little different. It was a little bit more serious because um, they were a little bit more violent and aggressive.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But mm-hmm. I remember thinking it, it might not fall directly into the category. of if it's so bad, it's good. But I remember I thought it was so good. And I watched it a couple times when I was younger. But now, like, looking back at it, I was just like, this was... What were we thinking? (laughs) So there were a couple, if anybody remembers it, there were a couple of recognizable actors and stuff like that in there. So
1: dude, it's been a long time since I've seen that. Like I saw it in theater when it came out and then probably about five years after that, I watched it on cable Mm -hmm. and I haven't watched it since. So it's been a long time. I might have to go back and check that out.
0: Yeah. Just watch part of it to, get a refresher on it
1: yeah get a fresh outlook on it there yeah so uh so what do you have oh let me think here i actually i didn't write any of these down just because i've seen so many that they just you know pop into my head well let's
0: Uh, let's do this let's have you give one more and then i want to go through a list that i found i think it like just really quickly i'll i'll name after you're done i'll name them and then i want to kind of for both of us to be like, ah, I agree, that's a, that fits the category kind of a thing.
1: Okay. So Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, man. If I'm, i i got to think of a horror one, because I've seen so many terrible horror movies. Uh, I guess one that's so bad that it's, it's good, and it, it didn't take itself seriously, is for some reason I really like Sleepaway Camp 3. Okay, (laughs) which is probably the lowest budget of the bunch. It looks like it was shot with like a VHS camera (laughs) in parts. (laughs) The quality's so bad. The first one took itself seriously, had the twist ending that just like blew people's minds. The second one took a little more of a comedic approach and had some like over the top kills and. You know, the killer dropping one-liners and everything. And the third one just went absolutely crazy. (laughs) And the killer in the third one is the same. It's supposed to be the same girl through all three movies, but they picked a different actor after the first one. And actually the actress that plays the killer in the last two movies is uh, Pamela Springsteen. She's Bruce Springsteen's sister. Dude, spoilers. No, you know right up from the 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 bat who the killer is. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they tell you, like, right up front. So, basically, the third one, she attacks this girl who's going out to camp and, like, assumes her identity. And, like, changes her looks to the look more like her. Like, changes her hair, the way she dresses, the way she does her makeup, everything like that. And so she goes off to of this camp and then she starts killing off camp- uh, counselors one by one
0: hmm
1: and yeah, the, the, some of the kills are just completely ridiculous uh, like one girl gets hung up on a flagpole oh, i'm trying to think of some of the other kills uh i mean that that series is just known for just ridiculousness and, and the second one a girl gets drowned in the in an outhouse <laughs> like pushed out into the outhouse and drowned, And she comes up, she's got like leeches and stuff over her face. It's just, <laughs> they're just so ridiculous. And like I said, the second and third ones, they don't take themselves seriously. So it, it's all good fun.
0: That's great. That's always awesome. Oh man. All right. Well, I've got a list here and if anybody wants to check it out, this is from the ringer.com. Um, uh, 50 best good, bad movies. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to start from the top of their list down. So like the number one down, we're not going to go through all 50. There's a couple that I want to specifically reach to, to, uh, bring up in conversation. Cause I think that there's one that's should not be here. Uh, but we'll get to that one. So the first one, the number one is from 1998 Godzilla. Ugh. What do you think about that one?
1: Okay, so my thoughts on <laughs> Godzilla 98 is it's not a bad movie. The The fact that it's a Godzilla movie makes it bad. Okay. Seeing that they, so they take such a well-known, I guess Godzilla could be considered a character. So they take this character that like probably 90% of the people in the world know who it is. Mm-hmm. They completely change how he looks. So now he looks more like an iguana with a big underbite, kind of like Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> and then they take away any, like, abilities he had. So he can't, like, quickly regenerate. He can't shoot his atomic breath. Hmm. And then they make him asexual or something like that. So he's abil- he has the ability to, like, reproduce with himself or something. Kind of like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. And he lays a bunch of eggs in Madison Square Garden. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. it's The fact that it's called Godzilla, I think, is what makes it terrible. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad movie. Uh, You should ask Craig about that one sometime. Okay. Um, He hates the movie, hates the director.
0: (laughs) I'm a little torn with that one. Like, I remember it. I remember being entertained by the movie. I I don't know. I would I probably have to see it again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the stuff, the extra side stuff that they had was I don't know, weird.
1: But I do remember. I always like to call it Godzilla versus Ferris Bueller. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) that seems appropriate. Uh, The next one I feel like kind of fits in there. Um, I, I think it was kind of one of those products of its time. And so people were just really into it at that time. But now looking back at it, you're just like, yeah, that was not actually that great. Wild Wild West.
1: Yeah, I saw that one in a drive in movie theater. Nice.
0: Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this one. I don't think it. um, I think I only saw it once. I didn't think it was really that bad. And I'm surprised that's so high up on this list, really. But did you ever see the movie Congo?
1: Yeah, I saw that one in theaters also. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> with my dad and my brother, and you know, because my brother and I were really into monster movies, so when that came out, we were, we were pretty intrigued by it. Yeah,
0: I, I um, don't think it was great, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I would call it like really bad, you know?
1: Yeah, it wasn't awful. Uh, you know, looking back at it, it's not very good. Yeah, but it's it was entertaining, I'll say.
0: Yeah, I feel like that kind of falls into the Godzilla thing. Um, this one though I have not seen but I can only imagine that this is appropriate for this category are you familiar familiar with the movie called Masters of the Universe
1: yeah I watched that one late last year that was another time where I was up late with my daughter Nice. I watched a lot of terrible movies when I was up late with her because I watched Maximum Overdrive I watched Sleepaway Camp 3 <laughs> I watched Masters <laughs> of the Universe <laughs> nice
0: yeah, that one, I have not seen it, but just looking at some things from that, it just looks terrible.
1: Bill, my only issue with that is that it was really slow. I felt like it was very slow. Yeah, The action scenes were good. Uh, I didn't think Dolph Lundgren did such a bad job as He-Man, but it was just really dull in spots.
0: All right. Uh, i'm gonna go through these next ones kind of here pretty quickly um if you want to i mean i'm gonna go through several of them and then if you want to talk about the one that you're most interested from the list here uh batman and robin 1997 white chicks 2004 (laughs) anaconda 1997 final destination 2000 over the top 1987.
1: oh my god i love over the top (laughs) (laughs)
0: speed speed to cruise control, 1997, which out of those do you think? Yes, that is absolutely terrible. And, uh, or no, that should not be on that list.
1: I've actually never seen speed two. I've seen speed one. Okay. Yeah. you're not missing Um, anything? Final destination. I don't think should be on that list. Okay. I thought final destination was actually pretty good, especially for a two thousands horror movie. Um, Over the top, I'll admit, was bad. But at the same time, I love it.
0: Okay, so, so I mean, that's... It's an it's... arm
1: wrestling movie. <laughs> okay. It's made by Canon Films. Like I think I've said before on here that Canon Films was notorious for making just ridiculously <laughs> over the top movies. Over the top. Like Stallone in 87. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I would consider that good for the list.
0: Okay.
1: And I think people with Batman and Robin, they look at it and laugh now because of how terrible Arnold was as Mister Freeze. Yeah. And all the corny one-liners he had. That's another one he should ask Craig about. <laughs> <laughs> Craig hates that movie as well. He saw it in theaters. <laughs> nice.
0: Nice. Uh, well, I'm gonna burn through the next ten and do the same thing. What's the best well, and what's the worst? Um, You may have not seen some of these. The Beach in 2000, She's All That in 1999. Showgirls, 95. No Holds Barred, 1989. Oh, my God. Triple X, 2002. Honey, 2003. Deep Blue Sea, 1999. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, 1993. Mortal Kombat, 1995. And Fear, 1996.
1: Wow, dude, I've seen a lot of those. <laughs> I haven't seen the beach. Um, I'm not even quite sure which one that is. I, uh, um, I don't know what. I it is. I think out of that bunch, the one that really stuck out to me was No Holds Barred, just because you know I like I like wrestling and it has Hulk Hogan in it.
0: Yeah, I figured you. Could. It was
1: made by WWE, so yeah, I'm... that one. It's funny because Hulk Hogan walks around in his wrestling gear all the time. So nice. he's wearing like these like flashy, like spandex uh, outfits, and his name's Rip, and I don't even think he has a last name. His name's just Rip. Nice.
0: Uh, well, I wanted to go through the first twenty because right in the uh, the beginning of the twenties is where it kind of gets interesting. I'm just going to name two of them here as we kind of wrap up okay. this topic. Um, But at 24 is Con Air on this list. And like I said, on several of the other ones, or on a couple of the other ones, Con Air was there too. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, I don't know. I'm not sure about that being included in there. At 22 is Troll 2. Uh, so I felt worth mentioning that. But the biggest mm-hmm. one that I think that we have to discuss to end this topic is that on this list, they have a movie at 21. And I kind of feel like, you and I might both share the same opinion on this one. <laughs> I the have move? an idea
1: of what you're going to say. About, but I'll let you say it.
0: Okay. Hit me with it. What do you think?
1: Is it Ninja Turtles three? No. Is it Robocop three?
0: No. <laughs> oh man. I think you're going to be mad. Oh man. I, I think you are going to be offended.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Is it a Van Damme movie?
0: No, but you're getting warm.
1: <laughs> an Arnold movie.
0: Nope, it's a Patrick Swayze movie. Roadhouse, yeah. <laughs> they put Roadhouse at twenty uh, one from nineteen eighty nine. I'm just, I didn't. Uh, okay, yeah, I think it's a little cheesy, but I didn't really think it was. Was it really that? It wasn't that bad, was it?
1: I don't think it's bad, Uh man. It's it's definitely definitely a product of the eighties. Yeah. Just, I don't know. The acting wasn't bad. I didn't feel like, I mean, Patrick Swayze was a good, gr- a good actor. Yeah. And uh, Sam Elliott is in it as well. He's a great actor.
0: I can't, yeah. I can't go wrong with Sam Elliott. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: I think it's just the fact of what the movie's about. You know, it's, he's a bouncer at a bar and he, you know, he does karate and everything. So I guess, I mean, it kind of makes sense to be on the list. i mean it's been played so many times on cable that it got kind of like a cult following but i mean at the time i I think it was a box office dud
0: yeah i mean it could be from that i don't know i just i didn't think it fit personally like okay between con air and this one i feel like roadhouse definitely does not like con air fits the bad good movie genre more than roadhouse in my opinion
1: oh i agree yeah. So And so does Over the Top and Yeah. Some of the other ones you mentioned.
0: So that um we'll bring it up again here in a little bit, but that'll be our question this week. Uh what is a movie that you enjoy? Uh hold on, I wrote down exactly how to say it. Uh what is a movie that you enjoy that you know is a bad movie, but it's so bad that's good. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be our question this week. So I'll I'll bring that up uh later. But, yeah, that kind of wraps up our discussion with that. And if, uh, just like we did earlier with last week's question, if you guys share your thoughts, we'll discuss it again next week. Maybe we'll have new movies to share and things like that. Yeah. Um, and feel free to uh, tweet, email, or call the voicemail. So, But we will continue on with the episode because we still need to garbage Day! talk about the garbage play of the week sports or non-sports related and so this is kind of an interesting one because this in, this involves a lot of people so As uh, many of you may have already heard, but if you have not heard, apparently a lot of people are very disappointed with how things have transpired during the last season for Game of Thrones. Um, What you may not have heard past that is that there is an actual petition on change.org, which is interesting because I thought change.org was serious. (laughs) But apparently now you can make a petition to do anything. (laughs) Um, So there's a petition on change.org that has over 1.3 million signatures that fans want there to be a remake of Game of Thrones season eight with, quote, competent writers.
1: Oh, man. I hate people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. But people are so entitled anymore. Like, you know, these these writers, they don't owe you guys anything. Yeah. You know, you know Game of Thrones was based off of books, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think season eight was like past the books, was it? Or something like that, maybe? Oh,
1: see, I that's what I'm not sure of. But I mean it's like, come on, guys. Not everything ends very well. I mean, Seinfeld was like one of the greatest TV shows ever. And the last episode was kind of dumb. Yeah, well, I mean, but like I butched up and dealt with it. I mean, Lost was bad. Complain- yeah.
0: Uh, uh, crap. What was it? Uh, How I Met Your Dex- Mother. How I Met Your Mother wasn't good. Uh, Dexter ended bad. I mean, I and that's one I was actually fortunate not to finish because I just people com
1: that. people complained about the the last season of Roseanne as well. Yeah, so. And all the weird, just bonkers stuff that happened in the last season. But, you know what? People didn't petition to yeah. have them redo the last season. I mean, they brought the show back, but it's not like they petition back. You know what? We don't like how that last season was. But yeah, that's just, just the way people are now, I guess.
0: I really hope that they don't do anything with it. I really hope they just, like, leave it be and just, you know, mm-hmm. let it be. But we'll see
1: it'll blow Um, over they'll find something else to get angry about i mean there was sonic the hedgehog and now it's game of thrones
0: yeah well the the i was actually just going to bring that up the interesting thing is with the sonic the hedgehog is that the producer or the director whoever it was came out and said hey we're going to change this of course it was before the like the it wasn't changing the movie it was changing the cgi and things like that Mm -hmm. um but That was in reaction to everybody's negative reaction to the preview, which, you know, is fine if they want to do that. But they didn't start a petition. People were just like, this does not look like it's going to be good. Right. So going as far as doing this petition, I don't know. I kind of want to put my name on the petition because you can put a comment on there and be like, you guys are all dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And see if anybody actually reads the comment.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the garbage day play of the week. Yeah, you
0: just you just got garbage played on blue bros.
1: Yeah, and speaking of terrible movies, the, the quote garbage day.
0: Yeah, I was wondering it's if you
1: Silent right. Night, Deadly Night 2, so it's another one you guys can check out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. So that's your um garbage play this week. I think that was uh quite appropriate. So then that will also bring us to uh our two minute drill. Ready for this, Bram? Yeah, let's go. All right. We're going to bring you uh, anything and everything that's happened recently, sports or non-sports related. So here we go. Uh, If you had not heard, Arnold Schwarzenegger was in South Africa where he was uh, attacked at an event by someone who tried to drop kick him. But in their efforts, they didn't even knock him over. Go ahead, Brandon.
1: Uh, The Boston Bruins uh, swept the Carolina Hurricanes to win the Eastern Conference. They are on to the Stanley Cup Finals. Caleb
0: all right well just this just in the Golden State Warriors are going to their fifth straight NBA Finals as they swept Uh, the Portland Trail Brazers Brandon
1: uh, the St. Louis Blues lead the San Jose Sharks 3 to 2 in the Western Conference Uh, the game six is Tuesday night Caleb
0: all right, in the world of Michigan basketball, Jalen Wilson, a uh, recruit that was going to be going to Michigan, reopens his recruitment uh, since the announcement of Beeline leaving the program. Brandon?
1: Uh, we had a couple, couple deaths uh, in the entertainment world this past week. Uh, we had uh, former WWE wrestler Ashley Massaro dies at 39. And everyone's favorite uh, cat, Grumpy Cat, passed away, Caleb.
0: Yes, rest in peace, Grumpy Cat. Um, in Michigan, well, kind of Michigan football-related news, uh, James Hudson, who transferred from Michigan, went to Cincinnati, was denied immediate eligibility by the NCAA. Um, Hudson was uh, referencing mental health issues Uh, for reasons uh, to be tied to having a media eligibility, and he is trying to um, have them overturn that. Brandon.
1: Uh, This past week, we had two long-running shows come to an end. Uh, We mentioned Game of Thrones, and the Big Bang Theory actually ended last week. Caleb.
0: Okay, real quick. Ty Rogers, Michigan football videographer, departs for doing freelance venture. Thank you, Ty Rogers, and good luck in all that you do. That kind of went over a little bit, but it was close. So, yes, yeah, so if anybody... Hey, to, if
1: you started under the two minutes, you can finish it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, real quick, for uh, some people might not know this, but uh, you probably noticed in the past few years that Michigan football had a lot of um, extra and bonus video footage. Mm-hmm. Um, And that was to them bring in Ty Rogers, who I just mentioned from actually Duke basketball. He was the videographer for Duke basketball. Um, So it was just, I think it was today that he announced that, that he is, um, or maybe it was perhaps yesterday that he's leaving um, Michigan football and he's going to be doing his own. I don't know if it's considered freelance, but he's kind of starting his own business and going to be doing work for a bunch of different clients. So it's unfortunate. It's a bummer, but I mean, you know, it's, Kind of like Beeline. I mean, you can't fault the guy. Seemed like a great guy uh, from mm-hmm. what you could see on social media. He was fantastic at what he did, so wish him the best of luck. And uh, I don't know what their plan might be with him leaving, if they know somebody coming in or uh, what's going on with that. But I hope that they keep up with the uh, video productions because that was very um, exciting, and I know that uh, the fan base really enjoyed it, so... Yes, and uh, with that, that brings us to the end of this episode. This is actually kind of a longer episode. Um, To mention here before we go, again, the question for this week, question of the week, what is a movie that you enjoy that you know is a bad movie, but it's so bad that it's good? Share with us your thoughts on Twitter, uh, email, Or the voicemail, 551-258-3276. And we'll talk about that more next week if you guys uh, give us any feedback. You all good then, Brandon?
1: Yeah, I think we're set. All right.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us a little bit longer this week. We hope you guys have a fantastic week. And uh, until next time, go blue. Go blue.